hope you have a Bible with you. And if you would, open it unto the book of Psalms, Psalm 121. And hear these words of King David. I will lift up my eyes into the hills from whence does my help come. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. This has to be one of my favorite psalms, and yet I would say that it is often one of the most misunderstood of psalms. As you all know that I was raised in the mountains. And I love the mountains. Uh, yesterday, Elizabeth and I were out for a little while, and uh, we were up uh, the other side of Danville, and, and we looked, and, and you could see those beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains off in the distance. And that is such an awesome sight. And yesterday was one of those days when the atmosphere was just right, and you could understand why they were called the Blue Ridges, because they were this deep, beautiful shape of blue. And... Uh, and yet, the mountaineers amongst whom I was raised often quoted this wrongly. They got hope from it, but, and that hope was in the right place. But, but they would reflect to say, uh, um, I lift up my eyes to the hills, and as though that was the point, the point of worship. But actually, uh, that verse is not about looking to the hills for your source of hope. You see, this psalm was written as David was wise enough to know that, that some of the people that had moved into their land, even maybe some of his uh, court's wives, had, had gone out to the hills around Jerusalem to, to build what they call ashrams. Those hills, you would go by them, and, and you still see them in India. You go by them and they'll have posts up with different colored ribbons on them and sometimes even wooden idols. And those were places where people went to worship idols. So David is really offering a critique here. He's saying, I lift up my eyes to the hills. He's Lewis. He has envisioned these very centers of false worship. And he says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence does my help come? Does it come from them? No. He says, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And then he goes on to tell the people, and, and you know, even down to today, God's holy land, his 
holy people have never lived without thread. Have you ever noticed that? Throughout the entire course of the history of God's chosen people, they have never lived without thread. And that would, as even in our own time, make us cautious and fearful. And people, I mean, we'd be less than honest if we, if we uh, uh, didn't say people are filled with fear and anxiety today. I mean, it's almost overwhelming them. I was at Walmart. I saw the toilet paper and paper towel stripped clean and the Lysol stripped clean and the Clorox stripped clean. And, and that's indicative not only of people wanting to to be smart, but in some ways it's being dumb. And uh, someone put on Facebook, I think I told it to my son, that he knew things where people were really getting sacrificial because when the elders took up the offering, there was a roll of toilet paper in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, that's, we're living in that time. But, but this is nothing new. Let's see. Adrian, you're old enough to remember the Cuba Missile Crisis, aren't you? I didn't think you were that old. <laughs> I got to get somebody younger. <laughs> Who was in school during the Cuban Missile Crisis? Dale. Dale, do you remember what we were told? Get under the desk as though that were going to help against a nuclear bomb. But 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 that but those that lived through that there was a, for about four days there was a profound fear, a profound fear, and it it, it was a fear well founded. We all have periods of fear. Sometimes it's just personal. Sometimes it's a corporate fear, like we're experiencing now. The whole population. But where do you look? Where will you look in this time and in every time? Where will you look? Now, as I was telling my son, Thomas Horney, he said, Dad, I just want you to know I'm probably going to come down with the coronavirus. Because I treat patients that are very, very sick. And I know that those people that are on dialysis and other things that come down to that disease, all of them will come to my floor. So I just want you to know that, Dad. He said, Dad, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to use sanitary washes and oils. He said, but above all, I'm going to trust Jesus. And regardless if we face this disease or anything else, you know, we all live with the reality of danger and death. Probably about 10 to 
30% of the population of America in the United States, as we projected now, will come down with this virus. America's all uptight on it. But you know what? Unless the Lord comes back, 100% of everybody in America is going to die. That's true of me, it's true of you. But somehow diseases like this can have a sobering effect, like 911. You know, 911 this morning after it, my church was packed to the seams. And it was packed to the seams for about three Sundays after that, and I told the deacons it won't last. Because when people feel safe, they'll go back to their old ways. Where will be our help in this time? The same place it will be in all times. You know, I'm an old codger. I don't look old, do I, Janet? She pleaded the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> the, the, uh, but, but, you know, they say people past 70 are at risk. Maybe I'll be one. But I am not afraid. For I know the source of my help. It's not found in any of the promises of even medicine, and they are great and I appreciate them. It is not found in anything other than the true and living God who made heaven and earth. And the wonderful thing for those of us who are believers, we, we know that we know him just not as the creator, We know him as the Savior. We know him as our friend above friends. We know him as the one who will always keep us. So in times like these and in all other times, where do I look? Where do you look? I look to the Lord God who made all things and will not suffer my foot to be moved. Now the rest of the world is quite worried about this disease and its effects and we're concerned. I hope we're concerned. Concerned to take care of ourselves and concerned above all to take care of others. I hope we're not afraid. I hope we're not insecure. I hope that we can look to God with confidence. How was it 
the New Testament tells us of Jesus. And I'm going to close with this. Cast all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. That's about the king of kings. The Lord of lords. The absolute sovereign one. Who knows your name cares for you. We know where to look, don't we? Unto the Lord.